MSW Media. Hi, everybody. It's Dan. A quick note about this episode of the show. We had some unexpected technical difficulties when we set out to record it. You'll be happy to know that all of the people involved in this debacle have been fired, several of them drawn and quartered. That's what happens when you fuck up on this podcast. But we did manage to record with our old pal Brad Jaffe and Washington Post correspondent Natalie Compton. We recorded it over Zoom. So the quality is fine. It might not be the sterling audio you've come to expect from this podcast, but it's absolutely good. Just giving you the heads up ahead of time because, you know, I want you to know what's happening. Also want to let you know before we get this rolling that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Fresh Victor. Before, you can use the most expensive spirits in the world to craft cocktails at home. But if you use crappy mixers, you're going to get a crappy drink. Whipping up cocktails at home can be an expensive hassle, but it doesn't have to be. That's why you got to stock your fridge with Fresh Victor. Fresh Victor is a line of all-natural, clean label cocktail mixers that brings the magic of master mixologist into your home. There's no artificial anything in these. The mixers are produced at a 100% solar-powered juicing plant. No waste. It's the best flavors. Seven unique blends. Pineapple and ginger root, cactus pear and pineapple, cucumber and lime. I could go on and on. I really could. And one 16-ounce bottle of Fresh Victor yields five cocktails. Can you do any better than that? I don't know. And right now, Fresh Victor's offering a funky fresh deal to my listeners. Simply go to freshvictor.com, fill up your shopping cart with some great mixers, and at checkout, enter promo code WWD20 to get 20% off your order. That's 20% off your order at freshvictor.com. And now, on to the show. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. But this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. I have always lived violently, drunk hugely, eaten too much or not at all, slept around the clock or missed two nights of sleeping, worked too hard and too long in glory or slobbed for a time in utter laziness. I've lifted, pulled, chopped, climbed, made love with joy, and taken my hangovers as a consequence, not as a punishment. Those words by John Steinbeck are the most honest assessment I've seen the perils and pleasures of what I call the life gigantic. And that last bit about hangovers being a consequence rather than a punishment has helped sustain me through many a morning, curled up next to the toilet on a cold bathroom floor, shaking, sweating, and swearing to all that is good and holy that I would never, ever drink again. You're right. After many years of indulging in adult beverages that provide my livelihood, I've come to understand that while you're suffering the ill effects of overconsumption, the urge to promise yourself you'll never drink again is often overwhelming. But for incorrigible louts and pleasure seekers like myself, I'm done with booze 
is to drinking what just the tip is to one night stands. It's a lie and one that should be dispensed with, provided everybody in the room is prepared to act like an adult, which is to say, admit they like to drink and fuck far too much to stop anytime soon. Of course, there's more to surviving a wicked hangover than resisting false promises and memorizing passages from lesser-known Steinbeck novels. And that quote, by the way, is from Travels with Charlie. So for instance, anyone who regularly awakens with five angry gremlins playing grab ass behind their eyeballs is familiar with the following checklist. Wallet, cell phone, keys, pants, outgoing cell phone call log. But after you've secured the basics, it's time to do something about the gremlins and their horrible, horrible games. In other words, you need to learn how to effectively counteract the unpleasant physiological effects of acetaldehyde. That is the hangover-inducing substance that alcohol becomes after holding court in your liver for a while. So for the sake of argument, I'm going to ignore the fact that it's in the practicing imbiber's best interest to prevent a hangover from occurring in the first place by taking common sense steps such as, you know, drinking water, eating prior to boozing to slow down the rate of alcohol absorption. But for the sake of reality, we're also going to acknowledge that when strong drink is involved, you using hangover prevention measures is about as likely as you remembering you're married. But believe me, I'm the last person to judge you and your stomach feels like the bathrooms in Grand Central Station. As far as I'm concerned, any tut-tutting just means the little gremlins in your head have won. Fear not. My guests and I have hard-earned, lab-tested solutions for you. Joining me now have our roving correspondent. He goes all over the world reporting for the likes of Forbes and USA Today and the Wall Street Journal and, and us. We don't pay him anything, though. Uh, Brad Jaffe. Brad, how are you? Dan, thank you so much for having me. That was a rousing, rousing introduction. Thank you. I had nothing to do with any of the writing of that. No. I stole it. Kid, on, kid online. Uh, also with us, making her first appearance on the show, possibly her last. After <laughs> We've had some issues prior to taping today. We'll talk about that later. Uh, she writes for the Washington Post. Please welcome Natalie Compton. Natalie, hi. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I, I mentioned we had some problems. Our equipment's not working, so we're trying something different. I don't know what it's going to sound like, but I hope that you guys can help elevate this program that's already off to a rocky start. So hangovers. Um, Natalie, you've written about this. And I've, I, I read a piece that you did for Vice that you were in Japan and you actually solicited advice from a number of people in Japan. Were you able to find a hangover cure that worked? Unfortunately, and Brad knows this, I have spent a good chunk of years trying to find the holy grail of hangover cures. I thought if I just asked the right master distiller or just asked the right bartender or alcoholic or whoever, I was going to finally find this like, oh, you just have to have green beans with cheese or something and be like, oh my God, that was it. We found it. So with that story for Vice, I decided I'm going to do a very Tokyo thing. I'm going to stay out all night and drink all night. And I'm going to talk to everybody I, I come across and ask them, what are your hangover cures? And no, I did not find the Holy grail. I tried a lot of the different methods that they had, like this turmeric, uh, pill that you're supposed to, or it's a drink that you're supposed to take before you drink. I found out about it after the fact. So that was not helpful. Of course they have their own, uh, headache medicine. That's a little helpful too, but a big bowl of ramen was probably what helped me the most, uh, which you already knew that. Yeah. 
Brad, what do you got, man? You're, I mean, you, A, we all know you're prone to excess. I'm kidding. Not drinking. Responsible drinking. That's what Brad's all about. Moderation. Always in moderation, Dan. Can you hear the winking? Does the winking come through on the microphone? You have something stuck in your eye. Uh, What's funny is I always say my saying is uh, when I have those, I've never had gremlins. I don't know what you're talking about there, but like when I've woken up the morning after and, you know, did not want to get out of bed, I'm always like, I'm never drinking again, again. So that's my phrase is I'm never drinking again, again, because we've all said it so many times that it's like, you know, it's so funny when you tell a lie to yourself that even yourself isn't believing your own lie. If you don't even believe your own lie, then what's the point of telling it, you know? Exactly. Um, But for me, uh, I think it's really important. I never do this. I don't think any of us really do this as much as we should, but you're supposed to have like one drink of water for every drink of alcohol that you consume throughout the night is something that I've heard. It's all about hydration management. Um, And then to that point, um, I have heard from professional athletes and former professional athletes uh, that seem to be good experts on this subject that you just need to call up your personal assistant, right, and have them bring up uh, IVs of, you know, whatever these, spe- you know, you live in LA, I technically live there as well. Natalie used to live there as well. We know that like, we're on the cutting edge of these types of things. I think you could just walk into a, a store in a strip mall in LA and just like get an IV drip. And they put some sort of saline solution or whatever it is in you. And that is something that a lot of uh, professionals, professional athletes have done to get ready for the big game the next day after going out. And I have done the IV in Los Angeles, fittingly enough. There's this place. For a hangover? I ended up doing it before a trip to Guadalajara. And I do think I was very hydrated going there. And maybe my first night hangover was better because it wasn't, uh, I was much more hydrated. But yeah, they had like, these uh, trucks that will drive around and you can walk into a trailer and get an IV drip, but it's becoming really common. Whereas before you would have to go to a hospital and be like, I drink. Too much. <laughs> I'm actually hooked up to an IV right now. I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah, it's like, I just have one <laughs> carry it around in my backpack just yeah. in case. I mean, you know, I've, I've got, I think one of the first keys when you hang, when you're hangover is, you know, don't panic, you know, cause there is a tendency to panic and, you have to just really repeat it to yourself. Like I'm, 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 cause sometimes your body claims temporary independence, you know, when you're hungover and you just have to remain calm and you're like, you know, my eye will work again. I'll be able to hold on to things again. I, you know, that kind of thing. And I, and I think that's the first one. The other one we're, we're talking about California is smoke them if you got them. Right. I mean, I think uh, a little weed goes a long way. Uh, I've always been, hangover. I've always been told Dan that THC stands for total hangover cure. That's right. For me, certainly, it's 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 been a big help. And then uh, in places where it's legal, by the way, just want to make sure yeah, that we're who cares? Who cares about the law anymore, Brad? We can interpret it any way you want. Um, retox is another one, right? You, you want to drink, you know, just the hair of the dog. It's the easiest thing. I mean, I've I've also said this though. You have to be careful. You just want to drink enough to get rid of the hangover. Mm. Want to drink too much, or you get the double hangover. Mm. Not want the double hangover. That's bad. What do they call that? There's another term for it besides hair, the dog, where it's like the soapy shampoo or something like that, where I don't know, maybe you guys know this term. Somebody was saying, explaining this theory to me, like you're saying, you got to walk that balance very, very carefully. So it's like, there's still suds in the towel from the night before when you were washing your face and you want to make sure that you just apply it. I don't know. 
apply a little bit of water and, and keep the suds. It's like the Solaris system of soap, soapiness. Now it's time to talk Batiste rum. Yeah, Batiste, that's my Jimity Jam, my bad man Majama. Talking about the first sustainable American craft rum, which I like to call a 3R rum, because the makers of Batiste rum practice regenerative agriculture, use renewable energy, and they make responsible choices. From start to finish, Batiste rum is made from 100% pure fresh cane juice, not using molasses, they're not using sugar crystals. If you dig your tequila 100% agave, you are going to dig the shit out of your rum 100% cane juice. Juice. It's distilled sunshine, baby. And that's why I drink it. And right now, Batiste Rum has a special offer for my listeners. 15% off all orders. To get this deal, you gotta go to BatisteRum.com. That's B-A-T-I-S-T-E-R-H-U-M.com. Put a bunch of Batiste Rum in your shopping cart. And when you're checking out, enter code WWD15. That's WWD15 to get 15% off your purchase of Batiste Rum, which I love and which is proof that great taste with true sustainability is not a goal for tomorrow, people. It's a reality today. It's that time of year again, New Year's. It's that time of year where we make those resolutions about dropping weight, answering our mom's calls, staying in touch with friends. It always feels like the perfect time to refocus on what we want in life, but it's easy to get stuck looking back on all of the resolutions we didn't keep last year. This year, there's one resolution I am definitely keeping, and that's making my mental health a priority. Make it part of your daily routine with Talkspace. Talkspace personally matches you with a licensed therapist you could connect with right from your phone or computer. I've been in therapy for years, but it's always been so challenging to find the right person. I've bounced around to different therapists and it's always, does this one take my insurance? Is this one close to my house? With Talkspace, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Listen, everyone could use someone to talk to. I personally deal with some anxiety and my problem at night is those racing thoughts that I can't turn off. I'm up all hours of the night thinking about everything that everyone ever said to me and how am I going to get through this? My therapist at Talkspace taught me some really awesome breathing techniques that help me calm my mind, calm my body, and give me a more restful sleep. Connecting with a licensed therapist on Talkspace can help you feel better and it's secure. No one's going to hear what you say and that's the best part. Let all that talk fly. Unlike traditional therapy, Talkspace fits your schedule, not the other way around. Talkspace treats your privacy and security as their top priority. You get access to private virtual room with just you and your therapist. You can send your therapist messages 24-7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for that weekly appointment. You owe it to yourself to make mental health a priority this year. And Talkspace makes it easy to keep. Visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code STARBURNS at sign up. That's S-T-A-R-B-U-R-N-S. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code STARBURNS. Dan, I got like a hard out in like eight minutes, if that's cool. You have a hard on in eight minutes? What? Stop it. Which leads me to my next thing. Tell me that wasn't I thought that's what you said. Oh, another one I think is a, a key is having sex, right? Having sex when you're hungover 
ideally with someone besides yourself, it gets the blood pumping, increases the amount of pain killing oxygen in the body. I would, one of the times where I did a, a all out onslaught on my body for the sake of trying to find hangover cures was at tales of the cocktail a number of years ago. And similar to sex and what you're saying is like getting a, like moving, sweating is working out. And I was so enraged talking to some people who were like, yeah, you just wake up early and exercise. And I was like, how, but how? And then yeah. unfortunately they were right. It does help if you can force yourself to exercise or have sex, like you're going to feel better because you're, you're exercising. Because sex is the best form of exercise, as, as most people would agree. But what I've always sex, thought, What about sex on a weight bench? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or on a Peloton? Then you may not only feel hungover, not, no longer feeling hungover, you're feeling better than you ever have in your life. Get on the Peloton. I pay but, a lot of money for this Peloton. I feel like I should get something. Maybe there should be some sex involved with this Peloton. Dust off your old Bowflex. Go crazy. Is that I feel so like good? the Bowflex would be like... I would just, I'm seeing the ER in my future. What happened? Well, we tried to have sex on the Bowflex and uh, one but of the I bands agree. broke. <laughs> I, I agree so much with what Natalie said there about the frustration factor of people that tell you these sorts of things like, oh yeah, sure. Just go run a marathon. That'll get rid of the hangover. It's like the yeah. last thing that you want to do, forget running or any kind of exercises, even, you know, be upright. You know, the only thing that I can do is just continue to try and turn over and keep sleeping. So the people that are able to be productive through the hangover, it's kind of like being a productive stoner. I stopped smoking weed personally many years ago because I was not a productive stoner and I actually needed to try and earn a living, uh, you know, and, and get out of uh, my parents' basement. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a basement, but you kind of you look know. like you're in your parents' basement right now. Dan, I never even left. No, still there. Well, you, um, but, you mentioned Brad, and, and Natalie too, that other people think. So I actually put out the word on social media and a lot of people chimed in. I know we're, you, we guys were running a little bit late here on time. So I'm going to give you some of the things that people put up and you guys tell me if you think yay, nay, maybe. Okay. These are some of the ones. Um, well, one of my Philly guys said, bra, cheesesteak and, and a soda. Yeah. That's not too bad. Greasy food does, right? Yeah. Everybody craves McDonald's. You hear that a lot, like just fast food. Mm-hmm. And a little caffeine from the soda. I think that's helpful. Fountain soda just has that perfect amount of like higher carbonation level that for some reason brings me back to life. Yeah. And I think maybe like bacon and eggs does it for me because it's got that protein, which breaks down the amino acids. And then you get a little bit of the grease and your stomach wants the grease. And if you have some toast, you got starch going and that could work. All right. Mm-hmm. But the cheesesteak just sounds good. Now, this one is, I like to take a Dramamine before going to bed after a long night of drinking. The anti-nausea medicine helps with keeping the room from spent. This person's drinking too much. Uh, and the sleep aid helps me stay asleep and avoid the alcohol-induced insomnia. Have you ever okay. taken a Dramamine? I 100% agree with this person's thought of like, you need help sleeping the night after a big night of drinking. One of the favorite things that I learned traveling through Finland was their concept of Night of the Lizards. It's the night after your big night of drinking and your body's still processing all that alcohol. You're going to be tossing and turning in your bed. Like there are lizards in your bed. So I do think some assistance uh, to get you to fall asleep. That does sound like a smart move. Although I've never tried Dramamine personally. Okay. Um, Pedialyte and peanut butter toast. Mm, That sounds good. And I've heard Pedialyte a lot. Have you guys tried that? Yes. I feel I used to travel back in the day uh, quite frequently with Natalie down there, our, uh, our wonderful correspondent. 
Um, and I feel like we've been to a lot of different places in the world together. And I also feel like I remember her just having like carry on Pedialyte, like, like wherever she, you know, they have the, uh, helmets with the like little Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, she had two Pedialytes on top of her hat. Yeah. You're forgetting my wineskin flask that I had that I just sling over my shoulder. It was just Pedialyte, but um, that is helpful. Although I find most of the flavor is gross. But if you just want to take shots of the plane, that's what I I would do. It, it is really funny, also, how this product that is literally for children, and you see it like. You know, I see it in ads now that come up like banner ads, like targeted marketing. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't have children. Something wrong is happening. Now, tell me how to say this name. O-I-S-I-N. It's Irish. Davis? Irish? Irish. Says, uh, in Ireland, we always swear by a rasher and a ride. You know what that means? Absolutely not. Something in whiskey? Bacon and sex. So what's funny about this is somebody else commented. It's So do you know if you... If you ask for a ride in Ireland, you're asking to get fucked. So this person said they were at a trade and they asked the bartender they needed, can you tell my your dad that I need him to give me a ride? And everybody started laughing in the bar. So when you when you want transportation in Ireland, you're looking for a lift. Yeah, that really changes the game for rideshare services. <laughs> exactly. You want a lift, a ride. Well, I've seen... The, the ride version on Pornhub. Um, okay. So now we got, uh, all right. Chinese medicines. There's a whole bunch of stuff on here that people are put an ounce and a half of Jenny. Oh, of course, Phil Duff is saying that weed. All right. What about this one? Real bone broth, like the kind that's gelatinous when it's cold. You ever heard that one before? I think that an unctuous broth of any kind, if you're talking ramen, you're talking pho, you're talking uh, menudo was a popular one that would come up a lot, or even just um, pozole. I think a broth that is probably coming with that kind of hearty bone broth situation involved. I do think that is really soothing and comforting and going to get you through the day. Have you ever heard of a German bitter called Underberg? Yes, for sure. It comes in a little tiny thing with a paper wrap. Around it's the it. paper wrap. Okay, that's yeah. The, yeah. So somebody recommended that one because you know it's bitters. Oh, I hear a white powdery substance that comes in a clear plastic bag re-energizes your day. We don't recommend drugs here on yeah, the that uh, drinking be, podcast. That would actually pertain to um, uh, what's his name, Jim Cook, who is the famous. Uh, Are you craft calling beer- Jim Cook a? Coke addict? What the hell? No, crack. the craft beer billionaire. Natalie writes for the Washington Post, for Christ's sake. She's trying to get her fired? The craft beer, craft beer billionaire behind Sam Adams actually had a famous story in an interview with a good friend of ours, uh, Aaron Goldfarb, a couple of years ago. This, this story got a lot of traction where he always does these interviews and, and speaking engagements where he has to drink a bunch of beer. And before he drinks, he takes brewer's yeast and it helps in his stomach metabolize the alcohol, so he says. And that was his little trick, preemptive, not, you know, after the fact, preemptive uh, medicine. Um, but the joke of the story was, was like, then he has to go around explaining why he has this, you know, powder, this white baggie of uh, powdered substance going around with him wherever he is. So that was a funny story. That is a funny story. That's what your listener is clearly talking about is brewer's yeast. So I want to be clear. I heard he carries around dime bags. So that is. (laughs) By the way, I don't know. Side note, Jim Cook used to be my dealer. I don't know if anybody knows this. Yeah, back in the day. He gets the good stuff. Uh, Fritz Geen wrote in and said, a good way to get rid of your hangover is, is waking up and thinking that you lost your phone. To snap you out of the hangover. You know, and maybe that's right. You know, you get that panic like, God damn it. I think you need to be kind to yourself. 
Yeah, you need to be. Brad, are we losing you? We're losing yeah. you, Brad? Damn it. Um, I feel bad. This is Natalie's first time on the show, and it's it's so much more professional than this, Natalie. Right, Brad? Sort Usually of. it is. I it will is. Say. I don't know. We had some technical difficulty, so we're now we're doing this over Zoom. I don't. I hopefully it's going to sound okay. I don't know. I, 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 I'm just going to. I'm just going to. You know what? I'm going to get drunk, and then I'm going to try out some of these. Hands. That's what I'm going to do. I've had, I've had enough. Brad. Around the house, you should take a couple of uh, hits of the brewer's use before you start drinking. Well, Brad and I are going to Vegas, Natalie, this weekend, and I wish you could be there with us because we could, we could, that's the place where you get to try out hangover remedies. And and I was going to say, Dan Dunn, in my adult life, uh, having a big burly beard that I have, especially when I go to Vegas, my problem isn't so much with hangovers as being confused with the guy from the hangovers. So that's what I have. You do bear an uncanny resemblance to Bradley Cooper. I will say that right now. Look at you. We share a name. We share a fa- a bone structure, chiseled bone structure. There's People a lot. People say of that. that all the time. People say, yeah. and don't I, I got a little? Don't I have a little Ed Helms thing going on right now? Absolutely, Natalie. If you want to come over with a baby Bjorn and round oh, yes. up, round yeah. up this weekend, I'll see if I can procure a baby and a baby Bjorn and meet you there. <laughs> Natalie, where can people find you? Well, you're in the Washington Post. Where else? Got any other? St- I mean, uh, I looked you can at- find me on social media at NatBco, um, and that's where I'm posting all my stories, both on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, and that's where you'll find me. And Natalie also has Dan the most viral video that I've seen from any of my friends that are personal friends, where she was in Tibet and saw a uh, not Tibet, excuse me. Um, but uh, Kathmandu, was it? Yeah. And saw a dog inexplicably walk across the street on its hind legs. It got millions of views. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I made $16 million on it. So, <laughs> You know what it was? I don't know if you're aware. That dog had been hanging out with Jim Cook earlier. As high as a kite. Dog was like so. That dog was gacked up. It was like, I'm fucking going across the street on my hind legs. That's how fired up I am. Are we getting sued now? Am I going to get sued by Sam Adams? By the I Boston think, Beer? I, Is the Boston Beer Company going to sue me? It might happen. I, just I, I hung out with Jim Cook a very long time ago. Back when he would was interested in sort of doing press. Still, I don't know if he still does it, but uh, something tells me he's not coming on this show. He's not doing this show. Here. Let me just say this for the record. Neither I nor Natalie nor Brad or that dog in Nepal, as far as we know, has ever done cocaine with Jim Cook. I'm just saying that right now. I don't think Jim Cook does cocaine. Ow, something in my eye again. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll cut that out. I promise. (laughs) This is such a mess. I don't even know what this is going to be. This is going to be so bad. Anyway, Natalie Compton and Brad Jaffe. Brad, you're at Travels with Jaffe. Everybody knows. Journeys journeys with Jaffe. Journeys, Travels. Oh, Travels with Charlie. That was yeah. the Steinbeck thing. That was with Charlie right? Journeys with you can see why I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of this. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it. And all right. All right. I do more. Go. Natalie, I'm so sorry. It, it, <laughs> I swear that it's never like this. But uh, <laughs> No, thanks for thinking of me. Uh, yeah, but I would love to have you on again when it's uh, not so hectic. And I'll, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you still have your job after all the Jim Cook shit, it might be like, what did you do? Sounds good. Thank you so much, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, of course. All right. Bye. Bye.